Hey guys, it's Jane and welcome back to JC Chats and today we're going to be answering some questions about what this is all about and some questions that you guys uh, gave as well. So to start off this, I am going to tell you guys a joke and since I have no audience to tell it and laugh at my joke obviously, I have to laugh at my own joke and you guys can laugh through the screen if you do. So this is like one of my favourites, yeah? <sighs> okay. How many puns are there in a church? I'll give you like five seconds to like figure that out. Ready? Ready, ready? None. <laughs> okay, anyway, back to topic. Okay, so to give you guys a backstory of me, Jane, the host and all that. Um, my name is Jane, hence JC Chats. And uh, I just finished... Uh, studying at Singapore Poly under visual effects and motion graphics. So that's where my design background came from. Uh, I'm waiting for uni and I'm moving into sports sciences instead of doing design as a career. And I play, I'm an athlete basically. I play rugby and I play basketball. So there's a little bit of backstory of like, who am I? So hello. <laughs> so how did JC Chats came about? basically. So actually some of my friends from Local Feed actually approached me maybe earlier this year uh, talking about you know helping out with back-end stuff like video editing and all that because I come from a design background right. So I was keen in doing that because I like to do video editing. But then a few months ago they came to me with an idea instead of creating my own content and honestly speaking uh, in the beginning I wasn't like the most keen on doing that because Putting myself out there on social media meant that everything everything and all my opinions would be out for everyone to see. And I, I didn't know whether if it's something that I wanted to do. Um, social media is scary and it's not something I would do on my own without like anyone prompting it to me. So I, I had a little bit of thought and, you know, it was during COVID, right? So I was thinking, you know, I can always push some boundaries and like, you know, if I'm in my comfort zone all the time, how can I grow? You know? So I was thinking, yeah, maybe this is this is a good step forward and even if I don't like it in the at the end of it, I tried it, you know? And I think that's the main the main thing and the main reason why JC chats came about. I really wanted to push myself in terms of like growing. Even if it even even if it's in design and like video editing stuff and like trying to create content, so that's how uh, JC Chats came about. If you guys have watched, and I'm sure you guys have, right? Come on! If you haven't, what are you doing? Go back and watch it. So the last three episodes we touched on social media, fashion, as well as finances. So how did all three topics came about? Is it was during like the brainstorming session where I wanted to put stuff across and how I came to those three topics is based on how much I resonate with it with because um, we did go into depth on why and a little bit more of a touchy feeling in every single episode because I feel that that is like the main point and like the main intention basically. 
the whole reason why I wanted to start off JC Chats in the beginning, even though I was a bit reluctant, is because I, I want to raise awareness as well as, you know, touch on certain topics that are a little bit more touchy, especially when it comes to like, like for example, like finances. Not everybody is very keen on talking about money. Like, I know money is a very touchy topic for me. That's why, like, I struggled getting any kind of, like, sort of, like, help in terms of, like, finances. And it's really just starting a conversation, even be it with your friends or family. I think it's important to, you know, say or bring something up and so that people can just talk about it without feeling that they're alone in that. So I think that's the main reason why I really started um, JC Chats. It's just really to, you know, just raise a little bit of awareness. I'm not trying to, like, reach, like, what, um, people from, you know, other countries or all that. I mean, if it doesn't, okay, great. But I think more so if just people watching, people sharing, people knowing and being more knowledgeable in certain topics, I think that's the main, the main reason why. Because we do give out a little bit of, like, information every episode, so... And local feet being a woman's activist and, you know, empowering women, I thought that it was a good platform for me to start instead of, like, starting my own channel, sort of, so that I can reach more people and, like, the audience is different. Like, I can reach out to a wider range of audiences. Audience? Audiences? Audience. <laughs> yeah, so basically that's that. So f with all three topics being that I struggled with it like for a few years, for most of it actually. Um, let's talk about episode one, uh, social media. So it took me a while to realise that I'm, I was seeking certain kind of validation on social media and from people that I'm not exactly close to. I don't know why. I still cannot pinpoint the reason why I was doing that. But I guess the most difficult thing was acknowledging the fact that I, I was seeking validation through that. And it was not healthy in terms of like mentally, I was not doing the best because why am I seeking validation from people that don't sort of like matter so much in my life? And I think I took a t turning point like two years ago to realize that, you know, there's, social media is really not my life. And I guess it's really coming to terms with that and doing my own thing and what I want to do in life. And social media shouldn't be a, fact, a big factor of like holding me back or anything. So, yeah. For the second episode, fashion. Oh my gosh. Uh, this was something like since young, actually. My mom used to, oh my God. My mom used to ask me to change because I look like horrendous. Like, I don't care. She, like, I wasn't even going out with her, eh. I was, like, going out with my own friends. And I was, like, what, primary school? And she'd be like, That's, that, that doesn't look right. Can you go and change? And I'm just like, if, if I don't change, she doesn't let me, like, out. So, I was just like, okay. So, it, it kind of went on from there that I have to be, like, a bit more put together everywhere I go. Um, I mean, I still like to be put together and, like, dress for the occasion and all that, obviously. But I'm doing it for the for a different reason now. Like, I'm doing it because look good, feel good, right? That kind of thing. But I'm not dressing up for anybody. I'm dressing up just just so I'm, I feel comfortable. Like, whatever I'm wearing, like, even now, or going for training or going wherever, I think some people, like, definitely there were comments of saying, like, why do you need to dress up? You know, like, when I go, it's like, why do you need to wear like that? Why do you need to wear this? Why do you need to wear... 
But ultimately, it's more so of like how comfortable I feel. And as long as you, what you wear it resonates, like not say resonates, brings out the confidence and self-esteem that you need, you know, what's, people's comments shouldn't matter, right? So I think it's past the point where I'm doing this for other people. I'm just doing this for myself. Like I, I just want to feel good about myself. That's all. And I think like anybody who's wearing whatever they want to wear, just go with it because you feel comfortable. And no one's going to don your clothes, right, except you. So just wear it, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So I guess, like, that was, ooh, that's a, that was a roller coaster ride for most part of my life. But yeah, that was episode two. So for the third episode, uh, we were talking about finances. Oh my god. Okay, so um, I struggled with saving money for a long period of time. I'm, uh, I just, I don't know why, la, but like every time... There's money in my bank account. Like, I just want to spend it. Like, when, you, when you're young, you've got money. You just want to buy, buy, buy. But I think, like, three years ago, I took a little bit of a, a step to buy... And, a, what, what did I buy? Uh, a savings insurance so that I, I am more conscious of what... and No, more conscious of what I'm spending it on and to really, like, plan my money around. So I think it, the biggest change was the past year. I've taken, like... Not say desperate measures, but I've been more conscious of what I'm spending on and what I'm actually saving. And I have money to fall back on. I think that's the main thing for me. Like, like personally, I just want money. Not say one, but I feel more safe, like safer with money to fall back on. And I think I didn't see that a few years ago when I was spending all my money. Like I had zero dollars in my bank and stuff like that. I didn't see the point in saving so much um, and really making my money grow. And I think that was, like, some of my friends and I have, like, conversations about uh, money. And as, as we grow up, I feel that it's a big need to talk about it. Because your parents are not going to be here forever. They are not going to feed you forever. You have to be independent financially eventually, right? So it's always good to start early. And, yeah... I don't spend all my money now. I think about it before I spend it and really weigh on like certain priorities. Like obviously, obviously, food is a big one, but everything else, like when you want to buy something with your own money, right? It hurts. Eh? Like, it, like, you know, when you buy something, like it's like three digit or whatever. My heart breaks, you know, like, like, you're, you're happy that you have the item, right? But then when you're using it, right, and then you look at your bank account, my heart will have a little crack. Like, ouch. That was, like, like you know you'll calculate. Like, let's say you work part-time, right? You spend $100. Then you work $10 an hour. It's like, wow, you work $10, 10 hours, right? For that $100 item, eh? It's like, wow, it's a bit, it's really, like, a bit heart-wrenching. Like, uh, don't really want to spend. So sometimes it's, it's better to have your own finances because you'll feel the ache when you buy something. Because sometimes, you know, you ask your parents money, like two three hundred. dollars ah, yeah, $200, dollars like, not so difficult to earn, right? But when you, when you start earning the money, ooh, money is difficult to earn, man. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not easy to earn. And I think, I'm just a little bit more conscious of when I spend money on stuff because, wow, it's, yeah, sometimes it's really just hard pain, uh, hard pain to spend. So yeah, that's why I, I felt that finances are, was something that I want to talk about. Like, yeah, finances was something that I just want to bring across to certain people. So, yeah, those, those three episodes were 
based on probably like my own experience and why I wanted to like push it forward. Ah, uh, okay. So for the people that I brought in the last three episodes, right? Um, I didn't know if I wanted to take a big leap into like asking someone that I don't know yet, cause. First, it was it's my first show, and I'm this is the first time I'm hosting it. So, even though like I have like people to help me out with the topics and like questions and moving forward, eventually like I have to be the one that is doing it, and it has to come from within. So I really wanted somebody that I was comfortable with, like the past few episodes. So, Kirsten is my close friend. Kim, I mean like all of them are my close friends. So it's easier for me to gain like certain kind of confidence to really like build my show so moving forward maybe and probably we'll bring in people who are not like my friends and guests who like maybe you guys will know as well and I think honestly I, I wasn't like confident that I was able to host a show and like make making it go into the direction that I wanted to and I guess the first two episodes were okay because it was it was over Zoom. Yeah, I really appreciate my friends for helping me out. Thanks, guys. Like, I really appreciate you guys. I mean, <laughs> moving forward in this show, I would definitely want to bring people who are a little bit more influential in the sense like they are, like people that you guys will know about into this. Because I mean, from the last three episodes and including this one, I feel a bit more confident in speaking to people that I'm not. I don't know basically, and I think it's important in terms of that because I cannot always keep relying on like my friends and to always be in the in my own comfort zone. Let's just put it that way. I mean, I took this project up because I wanted to push boundaries within myself. Like I really wanted to just step out my comfort zone and do something I've never done before and something that I myself wouldn't pursue on my own. And I feel moving forward, I definitely would want to do that and. You know, it's always a learning curve in anything that we do, so it's always nice to be moving forward. So yeah, I'm excited for that part though. So you you guys can stay tuned because it's exciting. Trust me, I think. So basically, my favorite part of this whole JC chats is actually, I think most of it is engaging with my friends and the guests basically. Because in a way, because why I started this is to you know talk about certain topics, right? And I think. Everybody has has their own perspective and insights on different topics. Like we may not have the same uh, wavelength, you know, in terms of what the topic is. And I think it's nice to hear and learn. I mean, if you're always in your own head, you don't you don't talk to people about other stuff. Then it's like you're only going to, you know, be stuck with your own like opinion and perspective. And I think gaining more perspective on certain topics will open your eyes. To how you make a decision, basically, like, like you know, so like for finances, right? You you will have people who want to save, don't want to save. You want people you want to splurge, don't want to splurge. So and and going back to why they do that is just intriguing. So I guess my main enjoyment is to gain perspectives and insights from other people as well. And you know, you 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 never know what you can learn. And you will learn new things every day, so yeah, that's like how I like it. Awesome. Okay, so I have some questions from you guys as well, so I am going to answer them. Okay, so the first question: 
How did you begin your stint in being a national athlete? Oh, wow, this, we are going way back then. So, um, I was a national athlete since I was 12. Back from like basketball, right? There's, you know, the youth teams and all that. So, I was in like the under 12, then under 13, under 16, under 18 and all that kind of stuff. So, that's when it kind of all started. Because first, I started basketball when I was like 3. So, it's been... It's been a long time. It's like 18 years since I started and how many years? 13 years since I've played competitively. Yeah, so primary two, right? Yeah. So I started off being a nation, national athlete like at a very young age. So it was first based off like basketball. Uh. Basically, it's really basketball. Like it was my main sport back then. Yeah. Moving on. The next question. What made you switch from basketball to rugby? Ooh, okay, uh, this is a story. So back in 2016, yeah, for the under-18 uh, tournament in, I think, Thailand. Uh. Yeah, we were in Thailand. So for the national under-18, we were having a competition. I partially tore my ACL and I was in crutches for a good two to three months. So basically, I missed out the National League for Basketball, right, in the women's category, like the open open side, because I was in crutches, right? So I didn't make the cut for the open open women's side because I wasn't even playing. So they can't really assess anything, right? So that was a bummer. And when I got back running in 2017, I was only training like once for school and once for club. I was just bored because like, I was training like eight times a week back then, so it's like I was just I was just finding things to do. So my basketball friend from SP uh, introduced me. It's like, hey, do you want to try rugby? I'm just like, ah, nothing better to do, right? Just give it a shot. And basically, I never looked back since then. I think why the main reason why I did it was I saw. A bigger future with rugby because okay I'm uh, I'm really very short like I'm one five six guys like I am short so I I wouldn't say height matters a lot in like Singapore women's like Singapore like women's basketball right but in a way I just felt like maybe my my strengths could be better used in rugby that's why I kind of made the switch. But at the same time, do not even ask me to pick between basketball and rugby because I cannot give you an answer. Basketball is where I got all my sporting abilities from and rugby was just an enhancement of that. And I love both sports the same. I don't think I can pick if anyone asks me. I have I've received so many questions about this before. Like, would you prefer basketball or rugby? I'm just like, I cannot decide. Like... No, don't make me decide. I love both and I'm willing to play both. But sometimes you don't get, like, you know, you can't get what you want in life, right? So I guess rugby was my decision three years ago and it still is. But I still do play basketball for my school and my, for my club as well. So I guess it's not completely out of my life. It's just that I have to prioritise what's more important at that point in time of the year. Like, you know, during the season and whatnot. So... Yeah, that that's what kind of made me switch from basketball to rugby. Yeah. Next question. How far do you see yourself being a national athlete? Oh, as long as my body can take it, man. If my body is 
giving up and there's no point right I mean the younger ones are just gonna come up and I'm gonna grow old one day right I'm so sorry to people who are older than me but yeah I'm gonna grow old one day and if my body cannot take it then I just have to stop because I mean if if I don't stop then when I grow old how who's gonna take care of me Robbie's gonna take care of me like my knees and ankles are gonna hurt <laughs> so I guess I will stop whenever my body is screaming at me and like beating me and like I have to fall to the floor now nah, but yeah as long as my body can take it I will still would want to be part of you know the sport being national nationals or not like I still want to be part be a part of it until like my body can't take it as far as how far do I see myself yeah as long as my body can take it I'm fine I'm good to go <laughs> next question injury hurdle oh Man, yeah, injuries are a big part of my life. Uh, within the last three years of playing rugby, even not just rugby, basketball also, there's a lot of injuries. But I think in the beginning of me starting rugby, right, well, I had so many ligament issues because I was not conditioned properly because it is a big switch. Um, I think injuries come with a lot of mental strength. Like, whether you want to be demoralised or it will make you push, like, it will push you to do better and come back even stronger. I think that's the main thing. I Okay, so last year in 2019, I tore five ligaments in my ankle, my left ankle, through a rugby competition. And it was so severe to the point that I had to have surgery, basically. And I think that was a big, a big impact and a big one for me because SEA Games was like six months away from that. Less than six months, actually. And I was just wondering if my chances of getting in or to even come back would even be possible. And I think for me back then, it's really the support and mental strength from my peers, myself, anyone around me, basically, who were pushing me to come back and to you know be a better athlete, come back stronger, work on things that I was weak on back when I was you know, able-bodied in a way. So yeah, I guess it really comes with a lot of discipline, a lot of determination, and a lot of courage, I feel, because you will need to make the first step of um, wanting to be better and not like dwell on it. I mean, you can obviously dwell on it. Oh my God, yes, dwell on it because it is something to be said about. You know, it's... It's just something inevitable. Like, you cannot control it. And, like, my coach used to always say this, like, control the controllables. And I feel like that stuck with me the most because I can't control what has happened because it's already in the past. And, like, if someone, like, falls on my leg and whatever, I couldn't control that. And what I could control is to move forward and to become better and, you know, put in, like, the hours to, you know, get back and all that. So... I guess it's really how you change your mindset. There's always a silver lining in every bad thing that is gone like that has happened and it happens for a reason. I believe in that and you know, it pushed me to become a better athlete with a stronger mindset, a stronger like mental capacity, you know, in a way to grow as a person and yeah, the support of from your the support from your friends, your family and those who you love and the people around you basically and your teammates also is very, very important in growing and moving forward as a as an athlete.
no matter what sport you play, you're just definitely going to have like certain kind of injuries. It's just not the same injury. But it's just how you deal with it and how you move forward. And I think that's the main one for me. Yeah. So the next question is how you cope with mental struggles. Oh my, this is a heavy one. I feel like mental issue is such a broad topic and it's so important for us to realise that it is an issue to certain people. Okay, maybe not an issue, but it's a struggle some people really face. And it's important to recognise that and acknowledge that. And I myself go through like my own mental barriers, my own mental struggles, because, you know, there, there are times where it gets bad. And the thing about it is that I don't like to talk about feelings. I am not the kind to really talk about what I truly feel. Let's just put it that way. I just don't like to to look weak and vulnerable in front of people. And I feel like sometimes I do, especially to people that I don't really know, I think I do put up a little, um, I wouldn't say a facade, but a little wall into what I want to share and what I want you to know. So, in a way, it's something that I still struggle with. And there are many things that I struggle with, but let's just not get into too detail about that, ah? Because, like, you know. (laughs) But definitely, it's not something easy. It's a lot of self-talk and a lot of uh, guidance from the people around me like my loved ones, my my best friends and all that, like, I wouldn't say it's for everybody, you know, like my way of handling it is for everybody because everyone handles mental, their mental issues very, very, very differently and everyone has different, you know, issues as well. I'm a workaholic, okay? Like, I will invest myself into things that I want to do. Like, I'll either, like, let's say if I'm working, right, I will just keep working. I work, 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 work. If I'm training, I'll just train, 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 train. You know, I previously I suppress a lot of things. Like, if let's say I'm struggling with anything at all, like I would do something that would not make me think about it. But the thing is that for me, I realized that I was just suppressing any emotion and feelings that I was having and not targeting the issue. So it's always there. And I am still struggling with that you know, suppressing things and really not being in touch with my feelings, but I'm slowly getting there. What I do is really, okay, alone time means I sit with myself, talk to myself, like, well, how am I feeling? Like, it's like a check-in, but with yourself. I think that is important for me. Like, my alone time is very, 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 very important. Like, sometimes I really just need to sit down with myself and think about things. Like, I'm over... I'm... I'm an overthinker, so it's good that I have my alone time to really settle my thoughts and to, I wouldn't say be at peace, but be less chaotic in my own head. Yeah, in a way. So I guess alone, like, I guess you have just have to weigh out like what works for you and how you want to um, handle and manage what you're thinking and all that. And yeah, mental strength is and mental health is something... I think everyone will have to face eventually in their life. And honestly speaking, it's not easy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you because that's not what I want to put across. Mental health is not easy and it takes a lot of time 
and effort. And, you know, it's, it's always a learning curve. And you're always learning. Be it, like, something good or bad, you're still learning. And I feel like anyone who is struggling mentally, if you need support from people, there are people out there for you to reach out to. There are people who love you, your family, your friends, whoever. And if, if you, even if you need to seek like, professional help, do it. Like, it's always the first step. I don't, I don't think like, the, like, you, the first step you take should like, or straight away go to like, a professional, like, someone that's professional. I mean, if it works for you and you're comfortable doing that, go ahead. You know, do that. But go for, go for something that you're most comfortable with. And you know, your friends and family are always there for you. You know, so yeah, it's always taking the first step, and yeah, that's that. Getting through a bad day. Ooh, getting through a bad day. I think the main one for me was, and still is, is that it's just a bad day, not a bad life, right? So sometimes when you are, when you, when I feel like angry or sad or whatever, I like to sleep on it, and. I do like to put it out there to the, especially to my family that I'm having a bad day or like I'm having a rough, rough day or whatever. Like I just don't want to talk. So like, uh, I will tell them like, hey, I'm not having a good day. Don't talk to me. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I'll explain everything. Just leave me, just leave me alone. I think that for me, I just need to settle with myself first or like just sleep on it. And always, I always tell myself it's just a bad day, not a bad life. Yeah, and I'll just go and eat comfort food. La. Like, whatever I want to eat, I'll just go and eat. I just like fat fat now. La. Right, because COVID is difficult, right? So, <laughs> yeah, so I guess food is definitely one of my comfort. And sleep, actually, no, la. I don't really sleep much. <laughs> so I wouldn't say sleep. <laughs> but after, after sleeping or napping, I will feel slightly better. So, but my main one is to get the food that I want to eat. So if, let's say, I want acai, I'll just go get acai or whatever. La. Ice cream, beef, I don't know. Whatever I'm craving that day, I'll just eat it so that I'll make myself feel better. So, yeah. That's how I get through a bad day. And, like, also, having friends to rent to. I think having friends to rent to sometimes helps. Because, let's say, especially if it's a angry day, right, it's better for you to just let it out. So you let your anger out, like, in a controlled manner instead of, like, lashing out at people. That's for me. That's for me. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I get through a bad day. Food. Really, really just food. That's why I like a bit like, should fit now. But, it's okay. Okay, so, uh, moving forward for JC Chats, I would love, 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 love for you guys to be part of this as well. Because, I mean, the last three episodes is what I resonate with the most, right? Um, if you guys have any topics or anything that you want me to address or like you know speak about like in terms of like anything really anything I think the main thing is just I want you guys to be able to relate to what you know we are putting across and you know bring a new perspective and learn new things or I can even learn from you guys so you know I'm excited for that and hopefully moving forward we will have more topics to talk about that you guys would be more interested in as well so yeah Okay, so we have come to the end of this episode for JC Chats. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys like this one as well. Even though I have no guests. It's okay. You guys can look at my face. <laughs> okay, so 
yeah, if you guys have any questions or anything that you guys want to know about, just leave it in the comments as well. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye!